Welcome back to my YouTube channel, guys. Today we are talking about one of my favorite topics, all about the fastest way to change your food, fitness, and body behaviors. And it starts with changing your identity. First, it's really important to understand that our brains are always going to want to stick with what is familiar. We are going to feel incredibly uncomfortable changing anything. So expect this. This isn't because it's wrong. It could be the best thing for you in pursuit of your dreams that are totally aligned with your values and what you are meant to be doing. But simply because it is different, you are going to feel uncomfortable. So recognize that this is part of the process. And when we think of our current behaviors, they are part of our current identity. The way that we're thinking informs the way that we are behaving and that reinforces our current identity. So in order to shift the way that we are behaving, we need to shift who we are identifying as that will help us inform the behavior. Now, of course, we can't sit around on the couch and just say, I am a millionaire, I have a six pack, whatever your goal is, and expect it to just manifest in front of your eyes. That's not how it works. We need to have aligned action, but in order to know the next step to take, and this is often where people struggle is, I just don't know how to get there. Ask yourself, what would the version of me do who already has the thing or who already is the thing? The woman who trusts herself around all foods isn't sitting around thinking about food all day. She's just living her life. The woman who gets up and goes to the gym, even when she doesn't want to, because she knows that that's what's best for her health and her well-being and for her goals, she's doing the thing anyway. She's getting up, putting her shoes on, her clothes on, and she's going to the gym even when she doesn't feel like it. Now, these are are just two examples, but you can apply this to anything. Let's take a look at a specific example that is very common. Oftentimes clients come to me saying, I can't trust myself or moderate myself around baked goods, around brownies, around cakes, around anything that has sugar and is processed. So the woman who does not trust herself around these foods, what is she doing? She's constantly overthinking. She's scanning the room, assessing the safety of the environment. She's looking around at what everybody else is doing. She's telling herself stories about her behavior. She's saying, I'm a sugar addict. I can't trust myself. She's leaving all these foods outside of the house. They are banned from coming inside. If they are inside, they're locked away. And then when she's in front of the food, she's panicking. She's telling herself a bunch of stories. Then she has one bite and says, oh my God, I'm not gonna be able to have this for another three months. So I'm gonna eat four right now because I'm not gonna let myself have this this ever again. She's going to tell herself, I'm so bad for having this. You can see how all of these stories, oh shit, you are engaging in that behavior. Your entire identity is fused with this behavior. Now, if we take a look at a woman who does trust herself around those foods, who can easily moderate herself around those foods, what is she doing? She walks into a party. She's focusing on the people and the connection instead of the food that's there. Then she might see a brownie and say, hmm, I don't know if I'm really in the mood for that right now. If she is, she tries it. Is it good? Cool. I'm gonna have some until it's no longer good. Couple bites, loses its appeal, sets it down, carries on socializing and engaging with the rest of the party. She doesn't keep these things locked out of her house. She keeps them inside the house, knowing full well that they're just sitting in the cupboard, wherever they are, and it's not a big deal. She's not thinking about it. She's eating them when she wants to. She knows full well that she doesn't have to finish any of them. She also can if she wants to. Now you might be thinking, okay, well, my automatic thought patterns, we don't have control over what's just popping into our brains. What if those thoughts are coming up and they're reinforcing my old identity or my current identity? Great question. When it comes to these thoughts, recognizing the nature of thoughts is super important. The reason those are incessant and they keep coming up is because you keep feeding them. Now, our brains are always going to pay attention to what they feel they need to be alerted to for safety and survival. So if we believe that that is a really important thing to pay attention to, our brains are gonna keep throwing 
it up through the filter. We're gonna keep feeding it saying, oh my God, right, I can't trust myself, I am a sugar addict. So the solution here is to ignore those thoughts. And it's gonna feel uncomfortable because as I mentioned, your brain has registered that as we need to pay attention to this for survival. And it requires a leap of faith because on the other side of that, you have to say, no, I can trust myself. It's safe to ignore that thought. And it will feel uncomfortable in your body, so expect that. Breathe through it, ignore the thought, take a deep breath, and then act in alignment with that new version of yourself, your new identity. And this is a process. You ignore the old thoughts, feel the discomfort in your body, and you act in alignment with a woman who already has what you want. Like I mentioned, she's not sitting around thinking about this at all. So managing your relationship to the thoughts is super, super important. And when it comes to the behavior, understand that that is going to feel clunky and weird too. It's like you're putting on a new jacket for the first time or a new pair of shoes that you haven't quite broken in yet. It's normal. It doesn't mean it's wrong. Remember anything that is new is going to feel uncomfortable to your brain and to your body. Keep on keeping on. Anyway, try this practice on and really commit to it for even just a couple weeks. This is the biggest practice that made a massive dent in my relationship with food in the beginning when my brain was hyper fixated on carbs, especially. Within a matter of weeks, that thought pattern had completely left my brain and my behaviors had completely shifted towards someone who could eat carbs and trust herself around all these foods that I previously thought that I was going to be a slave to forever. If you want to take this a step further and really commit yourself to stop obsessing about food and learning to trust yourself around food, you're going to want to check out my free masterclass, four steps to stop obsessing about food, plus the top three mistakes you're almost certainly making. You can go ahead and check that out via the link below. And we'll see you guys in the next video.